Hi everyone, this is Brother George at Bible Made Easy Podcast again. Thanks for joining me today. If it's your first time to tune in, welcome. Before we go any further, if you like this podcast and want to keep learning about the Bible, please hit the follow or subscribe button on your streaming app. That way you won't miss an episode. You can also check out my website for more Bible-based content at thebiblemadeeasypodcast.com. Thanks. Today, I'm going to talk about heaven, the amazing eternal dwelling place of God and his saved people. What's it going to be like? What kind of bodies will we have? What will we be doing there? These mysteries have intrigued people for millenniums. However, 1 Corinthians 2, 9-10 tells us, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his Spirit. You heard that right. God, by his Spirit, has revealed some clues about heaven to the prophets, and we can read them today and get some glimpses of what it's going to be like. Unless otherwise stated, I'll be reading selected excerpts from the book of Revelation, chapters 21 and 22, written about 95 AD by the Apostle John, who received visions of heaven and described them in some detail. In between readings, I'll add some commentary. So here we go. 1. Heaven's Physical Appearance and Characteristics Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away. Then came one of the angels and showed me the holy city, coming down out of heaven from God, having the glory of God, its radiance like a most rare jewel, like a jasper, clear as crystal. It had a great high wall with twelve gates, and the gates twelve angels. The city lies four square, its length the same as its width. And he measured the city, twelve thousand stadia, that's two thousand two hundred kilometers. Its length and width and height are equal. The wall was built of jasper, while the city was pure gold, like clear glass, adorned with every kind of jewel. And the twelve gates were twelve pearls, and the street of the city was pure gold, like transparent glass. And I saw no temple in the city, for its temple is the Lord God the Almighty and the Lamb. That's Jesus. And the city has no need of sun or moon to shine on it, for the glory of God gives it light, and its lamp is the Lamb. Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, bright as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. Also, on either side of the river, the tree of life, with its twelve kind of fruit. The leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. In John 14:2, Jesus said, In my Father's house, are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. Wow! So heaven is a massive, beautiful city, the most magnificent city ever designed and built, 
that eventually will come down to rest on the earth, 2,200 kilometers high, wide and long, made of pure, incorruptible materials and filled with mansion-like homes prepared for us beforehand by Jesus and the departed saints with gates of pearls, a river of life, and the tree of life, which has all kinds of delicious fruit to eat, and leaves for the healing of the nations of those unsaved people who are outside the city. 2. A description of its society and heavenly atmosphere. Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Nothing unclean will ever enter it, nor anyone who does what is detestable or false, but only those who are written in the Lamb's book of life. And there shall be no more curse. Isaiah 2.4 Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Isaiah 11.6-9 The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat. They shall not hurt or destroy, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord. Revelation 11.15 And there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of the world has become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign for ever and ever. All the curses that entered into the world due to human sin will be removed. There will be no more death, pain, crying or sorrow. All of creation, including all the saved people of the earth from every race, and all of the animal kingdom will finally be in complete harmony and unity with God and each other. And there will no longer be any war, chaos or political upheaval, for the Lord himself will be running everything in perfect order and harmony. It's going to be paradise. 3. What kind of bodies will we have? 1 John 3.2, referring to the return of Jesus, says, We know that when he appears, we shall be like him. Revelation 7.9 After this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, clothed in white robes. So we'll be like Jesus was when he was resurrected. He looked just like he did when he was in his earthly body. He could eat, drink, talk, fly, appear and disappear with no physical barriers or limitations. And we'll be able to do the same. We'll look like we do now, probably in the prime time of our lives when we are at our fittest and healthiest. Our bodies will be indestructible, we'll never get sick, old or tired. We'll be wearing magnificent white robes that never wear out, tear or get dirty. 4. What will we be doing there? 
Behold, I come soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to each person according to what they have done. Revelation 19.9 And the angel said to me, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Matthew 8.11 I tell you, many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. 2 Timothy 2.12 We shall also reign with him. In heaven, we'll receive our rewards according to how much we've loved and served God in this life. We'll also be celebrating God's eternal victory over all evil while they're in his presence. We'll be loving and worshipping him forever. We'll enjoy eating, feasting and enjoying life with him and with all the old departed saints and our very own friends and loved ones who are saved. And there will also be lots of work to do as well. For those already there, it means preparing heaven for his return and its descent to the earth. After Jesus returns, we'll be helping him to rule and reign forever. That means organization, administration and governance of society, both in the heavenly city itself, as well as over those outside heaven, who will also need teaching, rehabilitation, healing from the leaves of the tree of life, and hopefully an opportunity to eventually be saved. A city of billions of inhabitants is going to need a lot of skilled people power to run and manage it, so everything we've learned in this life will be put to good use in the next. What else? Well, I would imagine life and our activities there are going to be much like life here on Earth. All the good and wholesome activities and hobbies you enjoy here, you'll be able to enjoy to the full there. Wow, what a marvelous place we're going to. It will be like the Garden of Eden restored. It will have the best of everything, the most advanced science, technology and construction, the most beautiful of every kind of music, art form or any creative human activity as well as the fairest and most just government ever. People who have had near-death experiences, who have temporarily visited there, describe heaven as the most beautiful place they've ever seen, with the most gorgeous parklands, flowers, scenery and music they've ever seen or heard, and most of all, they felt perfect peace love and acceptance in the presence of God himself. And that's what we know from just a few clues given us in the Bible. Imagine the wonder and surprise we'll experience when we actually get there. How about you? Will you be there? If you've received Jesus as your Savior, you sure will. If you haven't yet, please pray the salvation prayer in this episode's show notes. Or you can learn more about salvation by listening to episode 9. Thanks for joining me today. See you next time.